When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Hello, hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Are we are we sounding okay? Yes, am I? Yep, yep, perfect, perfect. I just want to make sure it wasn't like echoing or something. We do kind of a, a different setup than we usually do, so we're not, you know, sitting on top of each other kind of a thing. <laughs> right. So how you been? I've been good. How about you? Oh, we've been pretty good. We got a puppy. I know sushi. Sushi is so cute. Oh, he's adorable looking, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> definitely not just a ball of mischief. <laughs> right now, and we were definitely not discussing how good a how a nice how nice a rug he would make. <laughs> he does look like he would make a really good rug. <laughs> he's so soft. <laughs> he looks soft. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, as so well, like two weeks. Yeah, yep. it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're excited to get over COVID. We'll get everything super sanitized. Yeah, I'm so sorry you guys have COVID. I hope you feel better soon. Yeah, I'm already feeling pretty good, but I feel better yeah. than I did. Yeah, he's a lot better. <laughs> good. I just, yeah, Steve got it like two days before me, so I'm just like two days behind. Aw. So, what you been up to? I've been working on a lot of children's book projects, but I finally have like a break while waiting for feedback. So yeah. I've been like trying to catch up on personal art projects and chill out and watch TV shows and just like actually relax and rest a bit, <laughs> which has been nice. Excellent. Ah, so amazing. Ah. Uh... I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see you. I miss you so much. Right. I'm excited to see you guys too. I miss y'all. We're gonna have so much fun here in our little fortress of solitude yeah. with the mountains and dinosaur parks and uh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see as much or as little as you'd like. Exactly. But I'm up for whatever. <laughs> oh, you just want to stay home and watch movies? Okay, I oh, guess we could. Big cozy nook just full of snacks and fuzzy blankets and, you know, all of Discovery Plus, which is every single Zach Baggins uh, project he's ever worked on. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm so down to that. Oh, I mean, we do have like a full bar and they're is a liquor store less than a mile away. And there's an actual distillery like four miles away. Well, I guess we're amazing. Saying, right. Oh, Katie, you got to try the cherry liqueur. Ooh, that does sound good. It's a Katie thing. It's like cherry sugar water that will get you drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like real cherries, not like fake ass cherries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Everything 
bring you the story of Cecilia, who was lonely. It's my parents. They're just never around. And Louis, who longed for adventure. I'm running away to the surface. While millions of light years away, someone heard them. Greetings, friends. I'm Captain New Eyes. I'm trying to make a few wishes come true. I invented this. It's a wish radio. I wish I had a friend. He sent them some help. They want to meet you. What do you say? From the prehistoric past. We'll do it! Farewell, my friend. Just try not to step on anybody. You gotta be kidding! Welcome to New York City! What are you guys anyway? Dinosaurs, actually. Dinosaurs, huh? You do got that look. Nice to meet you. Cecilia Nuthatch. I'm very pleased to meet you. Through high-flying adventures. Look out for the skyscrapers! Through narrow escapes. Through rush hour traffic. Watch where you're going. They're making their way to the big top. There, right there. But Professor Screw Eyes. That's the bad guy. Has other plans. Professor Screw Eyes Eccentric Circus. Standard contract. You want to sign? Do you see what they're most afraid of? Please, don't let that happen. I shit to the contract. What are you, crazy? You'll be pulverized. I am the master of fear. This guy's nuts. We're back. A dinosaur story featuring the voices of John Goodman. Back back to the dawn of time when Earth was smoking and the lava flowed. Martin Short. I like comedy myself. Jay Leno. You're gonna love this. Julia Child. Welcome, welcome. And Walter Cronkite. And that's the way it is. Well, roll back the rock. Turn back the clock. Based upon the best loved children's book by Hudson Talbot. We're back. A dinosaur story. Where is Central Park? Did I do anything bad? No. You were great. Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Dinovember. <laughs> With the other 1993 Universal Studios dino movie brought to you by Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall. We're back. A dinosaur story. Oh, but babe, we're not alone for this one, though. We're not? No, uh, because, I don't know. I I think you're a pretty good artist and illustrator. All right. And an animator will say, I don't know. I am not not an animator. animator. Yeah, it's a different field. But... We want to get another artist's perspective on this animated. Oh, I wish there had somebody really talented like Katie Crumpton. Oh, well, as a matter of fact, that's exactly who we have with us. Welcome, Katie. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Katie, was this your first time watching We're Back at Dinosaur Story? Yes, this is not going to be my first time. Excellent. 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 Uh, uh, we only show you the most traumatizing children's shows. That's right. <laughs> uh, on that note, how familiar how familiar are you with the works of Don Bluth? Not very familiar. <gasps> like oh. Secret of Nim or uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven and uh, Land Before Time. Yeah, Land Before Time. Rock-a-doodle. Troll in Central Park. 
I've seen bits and pieces of some of those movies, but I've never watched um, Land Before Time all the way through. But I remember having toys of it, though. I had little puppets of the dinosaurs. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Okay, girl, we have to show you what happens when Disney animators leave the Disney studio, start their own company, and then Disney completely crushes them. <laughs> They go a little dark at the end. Uh, yeah, well, they, you know, they're, they're all super dark. Do you uh, not remember how uh, all dogs go to heaven? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, babe, was this your first time watching uh, We're Back? No, this wasn't one that like we had, but this was definitely one I'd seen a few times. We had uh, uh, we had Secrets of Nim because I love rats. It was one of the few movies about rats that like wasn't. Rats a tail tail terror. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we had Rockadoodle, which my sister hated. She hated the rooster. No love for Chanticleer. She was like terrified of him. She thought he was the bad guy. Oh. Yeah. So I played a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course we had Live Before Time. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh Secret of Nim on on VHS, uh, so I've seen it hundreds of times. Land Before Time, same thing. Um, and then, yeah, this one came out, what, five months after uh, Jurassic Park, and it was like, why would I watch this again when I have Jurassic Park? <laughs> All right, here we go. Finalist of Dawn Booth movies. You may recognize some of these. Titan AE. Never, I've actually never seen that one. Oh, it's actually really good. It's what I've heard. Uh, An American <laughs> Tale. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fifle Goes West. Yeah. The original Land Before Time, Secrets of Nim, Troll in Central Park, The Pebble and the Penguin. Oh, yeah. Rockadoodle, Anastasia. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. Oh, yeah, me too. Sequel, Bartok the Magnificent, Thumbelina. Oh, no, there's a Secrets of Nim, too. Oh. Oh, yeah, but that's not him, though. That's not Don Bluth, though. Yeah, that yeah. Was, uh, they, they made a couple sequels, I think. That's right. We watched the Nostalgia Critic about that one. Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Apparently, before he left Disney, he was one of the uh, the animators for The Fox and the Hound. Really? Yeah. I think wow. that was his last one, but he, he had done, like, uh, Rescuers and, like, a bunch of that stuff for, like, 20, 30 years before that, though, right? Yeah. Well, before we really dive into this movie, babe, I don't know about you. Steve. I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> try sober here? Are you... I do, I do want to oh, try oh, some. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I found uh, apparently Don Bluth had a number of unproduced films, including several projects with Steven Spielberg, including The Pied Piper of Hamlin, uh, a version of Beauty and the Beast in, in 1984, so it would have been before Disney's. Oh. Let's see, uh, Jawbreaker, about a boy who finds a magic tooth. Okay. Um, and oh, it's something that uh, required acquiring the rights to the Beatles songs, uh, but Michael Jackson was not sure he wanted to burn bridges with Disney, so it was never greenlit. He was on that Lucas tip, still doing Moonwalker and Captain EO. <laughs> uh, well, uh, to start off from Proper Brewing Company here in Salt Lake City, we have their Proper Beer English style golden ale. <clears throat> The beer that started it all. Our flagship ale is perfectly balanced, not too malty, not too hoppy, just right. English Maris Otter Pale Malt, German Pilsner Malt, English hops, and an American yeast come together to make proper beer big in flavor, yet easy to drink. 
Notes of bread crust, sweet barley, and a balanced bitterness combined for a perfect pint. Billy up to the bar, slam down your fist, and order a three-time gold medal winning proper beer. There yeah. we go. <coughs> and my top. This top. Nice. And <laughs> la poule. Ooh, beautiful yeah. golden ale. Steve and I love Maris Otter, so I'm excited about yeah. this. It's yeah, really good. Lots of tiny bubbles. <laughs> My nose is completely clogged, so I don't really have any sense of smell at the moment. Yeah, a little malt forward, not a whole lot of hot profile. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, good, bready. Almost has a little bit of like the um, Belgian mouthfeel to it. like the Yeah, and that has like a old world hot profile. Mm-hmm. Very delicate and light. Yeah. Hey, not bad at all. Nice little, uh, I know it's a little point. You can drink all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you drinking anything on your end there, Katie? Uh, I don't have any beer with me today. I have coffee. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had beer. I had, I wish I had the beer you guys are trying because it sounds really good. Well, uh, maybe we'll, uh, be together in a couple of weeks and you'll, uh, be able to try some of this beer with us. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Steve, I'm going to go get this idiot thing that you we out of the freezer. You okay. guys keep going. Okay, cool. I can leave it. Sorry, just one moment. We gotta just distract the child. <laughs> so what kind of uh, children's book are you finishing up? So I'm working on um, a series about kids that time travel. Yeah. And I was, I'm um, a copy artist because the uh, original artist wasn't able to complete all the books because uh she's also writing them so she her schedule is super busy oh so I'm taking on her job and I get to copy her art style and um I was originally only supposed to do uh two books but now I'm doing like eight more so um I'm excited it's all about like uh these three kids that time travel through history and meet different people so I'm excited about that. And it's for a, a secret artist named J.K. Ra- I'm, I'm sorry, that's too obvious. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, R. Now, J.K. Rowling's made a whole bunch of mistakes. Katie wouldn't work for that person. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's why you use a nom de plume, or she's going by her real name. Gretchen von Vickerbottom. <laughs> Steve said it, it's canon. That's right. <laughs> Prove me wrong, nerds. Anyway. All right. Anyways, uh, Katie, sushi is really good when he's good, and when he's really bad, he's like if magic was an idiot. Say <laughs> <laughs> so I had to distract him with a chew toy. Yeah, so we stuff we we stuff like his favorite uh, toys with like kibble and uh, like meat flavored baby food or Greek yogurt or something, and we stick it in the freezer so he's gonna lick it. Uh huh. Frosts. It'll give us a good, like, 40 minutes apiece. Nice. Yeah. Highly recommended if you have an idiot doc. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, you know the, like, marrow bones where they're, like, hollow? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so, like, after he's eaten all the good stuff out of those, yeah, we'll, like, mix some kibble with, like, yeah, get, like, that turkey baby food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shove it all in there, stick it in the freezer, and boom, instant delicious doggy treat. Nice. <laughs> That's a good idea. Speaking of a nice little doggy treat, we're back, baby, a dinosaur story. Woo! Woo! 
from multiple directors, including Phil Nib- Niblink. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he directed American Tale, Bible Goes West. Hey. This, Puss in Boots, but not that one. Apparently there was one made in 1999 that has the voice talents of uh, Dan Haggerty, Judge Reinhold, and Michael York. Coming soon to the grind bin, I assume. Oh, my. Uh, Leif Erickson, Discover of North America. And 2022's Marmaduke and Monkey King, A Hero's Journey to the West. Oh. So there you go. Interesting. But, but also directing a segment of this, at least, Simon Wells. Who's he? Uh, he was also American Telefable Goes West. This, Balto, Prince of Egypt, The Time Machine, Mar- uh, Mars Needs Moms. And a storyboard artist for Shrek, Minions, Crudes, and all kinds of stuff. I think I read the book Mars Needs Moms. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I think it was the biggest flop uh, movie ever released or whatever. No, that was was, um, Princess of Mars. Uh, Well, the John Carter or whatever. No, I I, I, I swear that for some reason, I, I swear that was... You know, the top two because it was like all the publicity, and then it, like literally no one went and watched it, like seven million in return or something. Just a second, Steve. Uh, this is a future Steve problem. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Mars needs moms. Oh, all right. So it was the Mechas's motion capture animated film for 150 million, and yeah, only brought back uh 6.9 million. Yep, 6.9. <laughs> <laughs> See, why? why would you remember that? I don't know. <laughs> the first article, you remember the time Disney lost a hundred million dollars? <laughs> yeah, the first time many times. <laughs> why does it need to be motion capture? It doesn't need to be motion capture. It's art. Uh and another director, Dick Zondag, great name. Uh <laughs> started with this 15 episodes of reboot. But uh, was an animator for uh, the Care Bears movies, 13 episodes of Ewoks, Land Before Time, All Dogs Go to Heaven, American Tale, Toy Story, Space Jam, Dinosaur, Osmosis Jones, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, and Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock Gnomes! That is a thing. Uh, This is, of course, based on a book by Hudson Talbot. Who's he? He wrote this. That's it. Um, but screenplay by John Patrick Shanley. Who's he, Steve? Why does that name sound familiar? Well, I, I think we're slowly doing everything he's ever done because <laughs> he is the writer of Moonstruck, Joe versus the Volcano, classic, Alive, this, and then he followed this up with 1995 Congo! <laughs> Steve's favorite movie. Judy, have you seen Congo? No, I haven't. We are going to change that when you come visit. (laughs) Okay. Do Um, you like talking monkeys, uh, exploding diamond mines, and Tim Curry doing a ridiculous accent? Sounds like a lot going on. (laughs) Oh, you didn't even mention the Bruce Campbell cameo. The Bruce Campbell cameo, uh, the killer monkeys that aren't the talking monkey. That's right. (laughs) Um, And of course, voice talents in this movie, we have Sir John Goodman as Rex, Rhea Perlman as Motherbird, Jay Leno as Vorb, Walter Cronkite as Captain New Eyes. Uh, I think Kenneth Mars as Professor Screw Eyes, 
Oh, okay. It was your Lee Smith who was Cecilia. That's what I told you. I, but it's like, I, I, I thought that it couldn't possibly be It didn't be sound her. like her, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your Lee Smith, Steve? Lisa Simpson, everybody. And I was like, you're Lee Smith, right? Uh, Julia Child as Dr. Bleeb. And, of course, Martin Short as Stubbs the Clown. Stubbs the Clown. Maybe uh, I just live under a rock, but I had no idea that Jay Leno did voice acting. Yeah, in, in the 80s, he was pretty big in, like, voice acting for, like, cartoons and stuff like that. Then he got The Tonight Show, and, you know, who needs that shit? Well, and then, like, yeah. he has such a distinctive voice. It's really obscured in this movie. Well, it, and um, was it the... Little Toaster or whatever. Brave he, he was, toaster. Yeah, Brave Little Toaster. He was in that. We didn't know which character he was until we looked nope. it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was in that either. Yeah. Yeah. You want to say he was like the vacuum cleaner or some shit? Or, really? Yeah. yeah. Or the toaster, maybe? I, I forget. No. Oh, no, no. Not the toaster. toaster. The Blakey? What was the, the hot water blanket. bottle thing or whatever? He was an electric blanket. Oh, is that what Oh, he's Blanky? Oh, okay, is well. he Blanky? I don't know if he's Blanky. I think, I think you're right. I think he's Blanky. Was he the Native American truck that killed himself? Oh, my God. The truck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he sings a song about how depressing life is on the Native American reservation and then jumps into a metal scrapper. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, my God. But, but luckily, he did just in time to escape those clown firemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, we start off and we see that Universal logo. Oh, my God. I'm excited for a dinosaur movie because that Universal logo. And we see Steven Spielberg's name and all the other executive producers of Jurassic Park. Um, (laughs) And instead, we see someone teeing off on a golf course. What? I don't remember it starting out like this. That would be hilarious, though, and actually pretty fitting for Jurassic Park if it did start off on again. Golf course. Yeah, we we see like Nedry or something like right. <laughs> <laughs> got it. But <laughs> eh, see, no one cares. The lawyer. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but instead, uh, we pan over and see some birds bickering in a tree, and uh, yeah, it's like what like four or five uh, little bird boys just like little wrestling little around. Little wait, wait, is it playing? They're playing monkey in the middle. Oh wait, Katie, have you not seen the movie yet? No, I didn't know if I was supposed oh, to watch this before. Oh, oh. I thought we were, oh. we were going to watch it during the recording. Oh, the only time she's done it has been when we've done the live ones. Oh, shit. And that's um, what I thought this was. Um, um, hold on. We watched it on Amazon, didn't we? We did. Let me, uh, let me see what we can do. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. All right. So yeah, there we go. Again, starting off Universal. Yay, dinosaur movies, always good. Uh, and then we start off with golf tees and bickering birds. Uh, I think we got that part. I love how the uh, the parents of the birds though show up and uh, the dad's basically like, throwing them food and it's like, eh, here's some food, fight over it. It's the only way they'll learn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is how birds like raise their children. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I feel like this movie really never we will get into it but this movie really never explains that the dinosaurs are like just cousins of those birds oh shit i never even thought oh, about yeah. that it's like let me tell you about the way we used to do it back in the day no I... <laughs> <laughs> oh no the t-rexes can't be racist <laughs> oh they can be no um no but uh yeah we've had a, the, the runt of these little birds his name's buster and uh you know, the, the mom sees him like getting tossed around and is like, oh, what's going on, little buster? And he's like, mom, get off me. What am I, a chick? But you know what? 
this just said I gotta get out of here. I gotta join the circus. And he like jumps off the little branch and uh, it basically lands on, you know, next to a little T-Rex playing golf. And it's like, wait a minute, that's a Tyrannosaurus Rex playing golf. What <laughs> world is this? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> he's basically like, hey there, little fellow, what you been up to? And he's like, ain't you a dinosaur or something? <laughs> yeah. What, why the hell are you golfing? Aren't you supposed to be like extinct or something? Well, that's, that's actually... a long story. Let <laughs> me start. And then we cut to basically like I, I assume it's a cutscene from uh, Land Before Time because it's a sharp tooth chasing down oh, some. Definitely. Yeah, chasing down some like lizard. Uh, but then a flying spaceship comes out of the sky and knocks him out. <laughs> and then I, I he says the name is Vor, but it basically looks like Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> 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 so was there like? So he has cereal. Wasn't there a cereal like in the 70s or 80s that had a little Martian guy? And Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't called Brain Grain or whatever it was in this one. But... Well, all right. Keep talking. I'm going to look it up because. Yeah. Same. I've just been Kazoo from uh, Flintstones. That's always I think of little, little green men or whatever. But uh, but yeah, basically he just like flying around and. Uh... Quisp. Quisp? Quigger Quisp. Quaker Quisp. Yes. It sounds like a speech impediment. Quaker Quisp. Uh, what? I'm looking at Kellogg's Pop, so I don't know what you're trying oh to Oh my god. Me. Bones are stupid. Yeah, they are. Quisp. With a Q. Oh. Yeah. Even got the little, like, uh, wait, is that an alien? That's just one of those, like, little spinner beaner hats or whatever. Uh, the, the you know, little yarmulkes, the propeller on top. Well, I think his whole thing, like, he could, like, fly by it. No, oh, that makes sense. All right. Well, well, there you go. Um, oh, also, apparently, there was an E.T. serial. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> apparently, there was a 1998 Cosmic Crunch. Captain Crunch got abducted by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> got probed, baby. Yes. <laughs> Became Captain captain kegel after that oh my anyway uh, <laughs> uh yeah basically the, like the t-rex ended up getting his head caught like the bottom of the ship and they just dump i don't know a silo worth of this brain grain or whatever down his throat yeah. and uh slowly his uh his features start to soften and uh he starts talking like oh what's what's going on here buddy Hey, my name's Bob, and I'm here. I'm going to introduce you to these other dinosaurs. Jay Leto, is that you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jay Leto's the the Borb or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, we meet uh, we meet some dinosaurs already in the process of eating sausages or hot dogs or whatever. Uh, uh, did nobody tell them that uh, Triceratops are vegetarians? I guess not. But uh, yeah, we, we I meet... mean, they could be like that soy chorizo. True. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we meet the Triceratops. His name's Woob, and he he basically sounds like Louis Armstrong. Form Woob. <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? Would you like a dog? La ba da ba And then there's like uh, you know Elsa. She's a, a pterodon and is a prim and proper an English accent. Um, there's a duckbill named Dweeb. Uh, he's voiced by Roger Rabbit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they're just uh, like snorting hot dogs, literally. Just, mm, these are good. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Scatman dog. Scatman out, up, 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 up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then they're just taken to a library to 
basically meet Walter Cronkite. Just yeah, just yeah. Walter Cronkite yeah. in, in Disney form. Yeah, and making his acting debut, you know, the voice of a generation. Uh, just deciding, hey, I'm just gonna be an old guy in a sweater vest and you know, uh, an old guy who's an alien and a time lord. Apparently, the <laughs> god. Yeah. What, what What do you think, Katie? What What, what do you think of uh, uh, Professor New Eyes? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like his wish machine. That was pretty fun. Yeah, the wish radio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the real question is, is he an alien? Is he a time lord? Or is he God? Or all of the above? All of the above. <laughs> yeah, so is, he, is he more Doctor Who or like Dumbledore? Maybe or more like Dumbledore. I feel like, I feel like if he was a time lord, he would do more time travel. Well, wait, he did do tra- time travel. Yeah, oh my god, dinosaurs. Oh my god, dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's like all of the above. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm gonna put this out there. He's more of a Gandalf. Yeah. He just sort of drops people into situations yeah. oh. and then disappears. Oh yeah, because he's basically like, yeah. According to my wish radio here, kids love dinosaurs. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take you a hundred million years into the future, drop you in the middle of Manhattan, and I'm just gonna give you some instructions like, hey, meet up with this incompetent person, but watch out for this. Watch out for my brother. He's kind of a prick. <laughs> Her address is the Natural History Museum. I'm not going to drop you off there, though. Yeah, no, no. I, I want you to navigate Times Square in the 80s. I, I, I have an agreement with uh, the island of Manhattan. I can only drop off the seaport. I can't be in residential airspace. Uh, it's a thing that happens a couple years in the future. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Steve, how can I work a 9-11 joke? In a weird bag? Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Look out for the naked cowboy. <laughs> but what he would have been a thing at this time right yeah, i think so yeah i'm pretty sure it was like mid 90s or so he came about did, did you know there was a naked cowboy in times square no i did not know that what? he had a guitar and he sang really he, he wore a hat and cowboy boots and a guitar <laughs> around times square oh wow yeah <laughs> there might still be somebody doing it uh, i think uh, he has underwear now well no he always wore underwear but i mean Right? Well, every time we saw him on TV. Well, every time I, well, I guess I always saw him there in the 2000s. I don't know, back in the 90s, right around. Uh, anyway. Guys, send me your pictures of naked cowboys. No, anyway. Um, <laughs> don't, don't just Google it, guys. Yeah, right. Google uh, back Mountain. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so he basically dropped the dinosaurs from 30,000 feet. <laughs> Uh, luckily, he gives them parachutes so they can then drown in the East River. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of We're Back, a dinosaur story? Nope. Uh, okay. Yeah, there was more. All right. So, um, yeah, basically, they, uh, I don't know, kind of paddle to the shore. And they, uh, oh, no, that's right. No, they, um, we see uh, basically a homeless kid or whatever, like on a, on a makeshift raft, like he's Huck Finn crossing the East River. And they land on him. And he has an, an egg sandwich making machine. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I like an egg sandwich. Oh, and also, he was right. playing electric guitar, so he had to have some sort of like generator or something out there. Yeah. And he was living the life. He, he should yeah, have been yeah. rock, rocking out some Toto or something. Right? Yacht rock. Yeah. But they uh, crash on a ship, they, you know, wreck his little raft. And, uh, you know, we find out his name's Louie when they make it to shore. And, uh, you know, I'm Louie and I'm running away to the circus. Screw this popsicle stand. They're like, oh, where's the circus? That's at Central Park. <laughs> well, we're on our way to the Museum of Natural History. At least that's, I think that's on the way. I don't know. We were given really bad instructions. Yeah, but, uh, 
I don't, oh, that's right. And then he like remembers like from the the Wish Radio or whatever that he saw this kid Louis before, and uh, Louis just wanted a friend. And so Rex is like, I can be his friend. All right, buddy, we'll we'll walk you to Central Park, and then we'll make the museum from there. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. Yay! I don't know. Oh, that's right. Louis like trying to find a way to like sneak him through the city, so he like uh, hops a ride on Hills of the Pterodon. They fly through the town, and they. Actually, fly through like an office building and scare the shit out of like a hundred people. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, that would, that would be its own that, movie right there. Like, kill the winged does, serpent. Also, does that shit on purpose because she can avoid a fucking cliff face. Come on. I mean, you think so, but yeah. And then yeah, they uh, he sees like the Thanksgiving parade and he's like, yeah, that's the ticket. And so then uh, I don't know. They they just randomly <laughs> crash on a balcony somewhere, and uh, there's some rich girl with uh, no parents there, and she's like, what? Ah! It's a monster. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's just it's my my dinosaur friend here. Hey, why don't you uh why don't you come fly with me? It'll be fun. And I'm like, and basically I was looking around, like, damn, this is a pretty sweet apartment you got. And okay, like looking at the apartment, like, yeah, it's totally decked out. But I love how they like really bring home the point the parents aren't there like with her ever, because they're like uh, like photos of like them like a you know uh, skiing in the alps or something like that and then like their picture of her is like her alone at a dining room table at like a dinner table no no one else knows that (laughs) it was just (laughs) a weird weird picture where it's like she like her her the table she's sitting at is like i don't know a tenth of the picture and she's the only one there so it's like very small thing (laughs) <laughs> it's like shot in a way to specifically so show how lonely she is and it's like why would they frame that <laughs> <laughs> unless they came with the reservations i don't know so yeah basically uh you know she meets the other dinosaurs and uh i don't know um louis is like smitten with her because you know it's a girl why not um and then yeah they just kind of uh join the parade or like walking along with all the big uh you know the the, the big thanksgiving day parade balloons and stuff and everybody's like Oh man, look, it's a dinosaur, mom. And the parents are like, Oh, that's not a real dinosaur, it's a robot. I'd actually be more impressed if it was a robot. Is it a real dinosaur? I mean, maybe. I mean, if it's a good robot, (laughs) it's easier to switch off a robot, I think. (laughs) Gotta be a toggle somewhere, you know, a remote or something. But yeah, eventually, you know, they like see all the kids and like, Oh man, I wish they were real. I wish they were a real dinosaur. I wish they were real. So, of course, you cue the music number. Yeah! Roll back the clock. Roll back the clock. Roll back the rock or something like that. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time and take a dance with me or some shit like that. It's, it's, not, dance with me. It's, it's not the greatest song ever written, but it's pretty catchy. I mean, it's John Goodman performing, you know. Yeah, so, so magic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and the girl's name's Cordelia, or Cecilia. Cecilia, Cecilia. that's right. That's where it was like five different names the first times I've heard it. It's like, wait, nope, nope, Cecilia. The first time she's like, Cecilia Lavender Oleander Starkling. Oleander Nutnatch or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Benedict Cumbersnatch or whatever. But yeah, yeah, uh, basically Cecilia and Louis, they're like in one of the floats. And, you know, she's like, yeah, I really like your friends. And I like you too, Louis. Babe, how do you feel about sexualizing children? I'm I'm not into sexualizing children. I find it super fucking weird. Yeah. Like, 
Like, it always weirds me out when people are like, oh, look at their boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like, ma'am, they're six months old. That's real fucking creepy that, like, you're trying to force some sort of power dynamic on these babies. That's right. That's super creepy. (laughs) I was going to see where Rex is, like, dancing on top of the Spider-Man balloon or whatever. Right? Oh, Rex is... Rex is fucking us. Oh, he, he's yeah, he's got a mounted, you know, keep balanced yeah. on there, you know. But uh Yeah, no, it's look, babe, it's like with dogs. He's not humping it for gratification, he's humping it for dominance. Yeah, it's like, it's a dominance. <laughs> he's like, hold hold it right there, Spider-Man. You don't own this parade for another decade. <laughs> uh anybody see what was uh playing at the theater there in Times Square? Jurassic Park? That's right. <laughs> yeah, they know their target demographic. That's right. And then, yeah, I, I think like a couple of the balloons pop and the parents are like, whoa, what's going on? And the dinosaur is still moving. So they start freaking out like, oh, my oh, God, they're real. Rex goes to hit on the long neck balloon. Oh, yeah, that's pops, right. Killing all the people hanging on to it. We see them fly off. Yeah. <laughs> fly off into, into the netherworld. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, basically, once everybody starts freaking out. Uh, yeah, that's right. The kids are like, "All right, let's split up. We'll, we'll meet in Central Park at the circus." And it's like immediately as they split up. The dinosaurs they arrested by the the police. Oh, they get chased, but they also notice the 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 sign for uh, Professor Screw Eyes Eccentric oh, yes. Circus in Central Park. I'm like Professor Screw Eyes, he's the bad guy. That's right. We gotta save the kids before they get there. Oh shit, the fuzz! And then they're like. Fucking SWAT helicopters and all kinds of like motorcycle chases and yeah, it's 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 basically the end of King Kong but times five just running through New York City and yeah that uh, was super chaotic didn't they like blow up a building with dynamite at one point yes <laughs> yeah that's basically how it ended it's like uh oh and not only that they get launched by the explosion and land in Central Park right. <laughs> I'm like, that's a way to move the location, I guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when they land in Central Park, it's it's not Central Park like today. It's 70s Central Park. It's like taxi driver Central Park. You uh you gonna get stabbed in that area. It's dark, right? creepy, and uh and and there's these these little birds flying around in the trees. Uh, Katie, do you know what those birds are? Crows. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> oh katie this movie is for you yeah yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so uh louis and cecilia they get close to the circus and you know cecilia's like getting freaked out louis kind of is too but he's like no no it's cool we're, we're gonna be part of the circus it's gonna be great and they run to like a couple i don't know punks or carnies or something and act <laughs> all tough and then they see this uh clown stubs do his routine uh for professor screw eyes and you know, it's just it's your typical clown thing, like yeah, whatever. But they laugh at the end. <laughs> and fresh screw eyes. What? What the fuck was that? Who? Who? Who goes there? <laughs> <laughs> and like, sorry, it was us. Uh, we just want to like, you know, be Connies and hang out at the circus here. Is that cool? And uh, fresh screw eyes is like, uh, shut off. But then uh, uh, I, I forget exactly what changes his mind. I think Louis like starts like, hey, buddy. We want to join the circus. You'd be lucky to have us. And he's like, all right, cool, whatever. Here, uh, why don't you sign this blank contract in blood? That was so dark. 
Uh, oh, oh, it gets darker. No. Uh, right. Welcome to Don Bluth movies. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he uh pricks it, Louis pricks his finger and like pushes it in the corner and then it like fills in all the all the details and stuff. And I assume there's something in there that looks like the iPhone terms and conditions or whatever. And um, and then for some reason, uh, even though Cecilia is like, Louis, no, don't. I guess I'll do it too. Eh. I don't know. I, I always just thought it was dumb. But you know, it pushes the plot forward because then what's that noise? Oh, that's okay. It's just our dinosaur friends. You're you're fucking what now? <laughs> and so yeah, they meet the dinosaurs and they're like, Louis Cecilia, that's Professor Screw Eyes. He's the bad guy. And they're like, Who told you that? My brother? Yeah, that no good for nothing, do gooder, whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, No, no, it's okay, guys, because I have this these binding contracts with miners. These will definitely hold up in court if you do anything about it. Yeah, and, they uh, always take a pinprick of blood in court. Yep. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and I haven't even showed him my, my cool little invention. Like, my brother, you saw his uh, his weenie little wish radio thing? I've got the fright radio. And you know what people are afraid of? Monsters. And it's like, oh, I'm afraid a monster's going to eat me. Ah, monsters, dinosaurs, and monsters are going to eat me. Because, you know, they saw Jurassic Park, like, two weeks earlier. Like, ah, spitters. <laughs> The Lassa Pastors, or whatever they're called. I'm still working on that word. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, but it's okay, because I got these cool little pills, too. You're like, my brother's brain grain, but this one's brain drain. And it'll turn you back into monsters like you should be. Yeah. And, well, I don't know about that. I don't want to be a monster. Like, that's cool. I can't keep you here. You know, whatever. I don't have your soul contracted. Um but these kids here, see, I can hypnotize them with my screwy eye. <laughs> and then he basically turns the kids into chimps. And yeah, because the bra- apparently the brain drain just de-evolves you. But he didn't even give him the brain drain. He just used his no, like did. hypno he, he, bro- he broke them in half. It went in half. Oh, when they were hypnotized. Dose. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I must have zoned out during that part or taken it out. <laughs> And he's like, well, that's cool. If you don't want to, you know, take their place or whatever, I'll just build them as the lost children of hell's a popping. And uh, that should be just fine around these times. And, you know, of course, uh, Rex and the dinos, excuse me, they basically agree. And they're like, all right, fine. Just, you know, make make sure they turn back. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll wear off by morning. Don't worry about it. And then, like, uh, I, I don't know, as the kids are, like, passed out as chimps or whatever, Rex is like, hey, we were friends for a minute remember me and then as i've written down uh we know the sense because he's playing golf and talking to a bird like in this story right oh no it's his clone it's it's a jurassic park tie-in no they just went got more (laughs) yes we get to the next morning kids wake up in the middle of a circus with no memory of what happened that night you know we've all been there and uh (laughs) right katie yeah And then uh, Stubbs the Clown, he brings them uh, a stack of pancakes and, you know, starts chatting them up. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, pancakes, yeah, you guys really like my uh, my routine? Oh, thanks. I mean, you know, I, I try it. But Francis Screw Eyes, I don't know, he just doesn't get my sense of humor or something. And they're like, well, yeah, well, we'll just uh, have to meet up with our dinosaur friends and get out of here then. 
And like, oh, your friends? No, you you can't do that. I don't know well, who. Never heard of them. And like, wait, what what happened to our friends? Like, I'll uh, I'll show you. And then you go into the back room, nice little dark dark uh, tent or whatever. And then he shows the dinosaurs and they're in cages, uh, but they're reverted back to like dinosaur dinosaurs and like screech screech shoot, you know, like Jurassic Park type stuff. And he's like, yeah, and they're premiering tonight. He's going to be, they're going to be the, you know, the big finale or whatever. It's going to make everybody piss their pants. And like, oh, we got to stop him. But how? And then we immediately cut to like two ogres staring down the fourth wall saying, showtime. And uh, I'll admit, as a kid, that kind of freaked me out. Because like, <laughs> right? it's just such a cut of like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And then it's like, I don't know, they're almost like coming through the TV looking at you like, somebody, time for the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the kids are the kids in uh, stubs. They're like dressed up in like, I don't know, little demon <laughs> costumes or whatever. And, uh, you know, stubs is like, yeah, everybody comes here to get scared. I don't get it. But, you know, it's it's a living. And they uh, start the show and there's like some sort of demon parade and they're just kind of like dancing around and like, you know, scaring people in the crowd. <laughs> and then these uh, like eight elephants like pull out this giant pyramid. The saddest looking elephant. Oh, so droopy. So droopy elephant. <laughs> they, they've seen horrible things that they'll never forget. Right. But then, uh, yep, Professor Screw Eyes comes out and he's like, and now for the most terrifying thing in the world, I bring you monsters and yeah like the pyramid like burns away or whatever real quick like it's made out of paper and then there's the dinosaurs in there and everybody's like oh my god and he's like ah i'm gonna show you something even cooler i'm going to hypnotize the king of the dinosaurs with my crazy eye remove the shackles and so they undo the shackles on a T-Rex, which is always a good idea. And then, uh, yeah, he's basically like, all right, take two steps forward. <laughs> take two steps towards the crowd. <laughs> I am the master of fear. Kneel before Zod. You know, that kind of death. No, but um, basically then uh, I think one of the kids like hits the, the flares or something, or like they bump something and these flares go off, you know, flashing strobe lights kind of thing. And that uh, breaks the T-Rex from the, the hypnosis. <laughs> and he grabs Professor Screw Eyes, chomps his head off, roll credits. Guys, what do we think of we're back? And oh, shit, traumatizing. No, not quite. But um, yeah, basically he gets a hold of it, uh, a hold of uh, the professor and is like just about chomped down. Then Louis comes in like, no, Rex, don't do it. Don't be a monster. You're my friend. And like almost gets stomped on by Rex. And like, yeah. no, see, you're my friend and you can be a king. Just put him down, please. Yeah, like, it, it goes on for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, Rex takes a deep breath and like morphs back into, you know, the, the softer features Rex again. Like, They're oh, cuddly. oh. Makes him smarter and cuddlier. Not quite snorling now. Yeah. <laughs> Turns yeah. out he was just hangry. He just needed a snack. That's right. They throw him like a dozen Snickers and yeah. Oh, that's right. And, they, and then they um, the kids like run up and start hugging the other dinosaurs to get him to morph back. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, this terrifying Triceratops just runs up. Ah, oh, you know. And then uh, I I guess the crowd is like still there though they were like running around with the dinosaurs earlier 
and the top, like the, the big top of the tank gets like cut out. <laughs> and then, oh, there's Professor New Eyes's ship flying down yeah. now. So now they're getting visited by ET for all they know. Okay, so this was the part I was getting confused. Did the cryon run out? Or is the crowd still in there? Because it shows them in the background, and yeah, they like seem to remember them coming into play a little later, but yeah, well, maybe well, they're all gone by now. Because when the clown quits, he says, You hear them laughing? It's because it's oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then immediately, Professor Scrooge is allowed. We'll get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, Professor New Eyes is there, and uh, uh, Screw Eyes is like, Ah, what are you doing here? I knew this was your work. And he's like, Haha, Bro, you lost this boy all by yourself. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then, yeah, like, uh, Cecilia, like, kisses Louie, and that's a whole thing. And, uh, and and Louie's like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, you know what, you're right. You should be kissing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get a weird scene where Elsa, like, rubs up on Rex and is like, hmm, seeing stuff like this makes me want to lay an egg. And I'm like, uh, guys? <laughs> guys, this made cut? I, I mean, interspecies dinosaur thing. I, I'm socializing sure. children and and committing to interspecies hey, uh, hey, relationships. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I had pick one. I'm going interspecies. You know, that's how you get those cool pterodons with the both like that, of age. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they've both reached sexual maturity. What they do with their bodies is their choice. Exactly. And that's the way it was. No. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we get a scene where, like, they're, you know, uh, uh, Professor uh, Screw-Eyes leaves with everybody. Uh, Stubbs quits. Like, you know, he he does this whole big send-off of, like, I quit! And the crowd's, like, laughing. He's, like, giving all the stuff and back. Age, it's an American flag and her totally normal brother, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> and here's my uh, my rabbit with my watch and my bottle. Yeah. Oh, his, what was his rabbit's name? Oh, yeah, the Roger Rabbit, but it was the rabbit yeah. from Alice in Wonderland, yeah. it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, they're ready. Yeah, they fly off in the spaceship, but then Screw Eyes is like, wait, brother, come back. When I have no one to scare, I get scared myself. Katie, take it away. What happened? <laughs> An Alfred Hitchcock movie happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crows just like flew in from everywhere and just like basically he just disappeared and turned into it well he didn't disappear he turned into a screw which was pretty neat katie i know it seems cute those crows ate him bones and all leaving nothing behind but his screw eye and then they (laughs) took that with him or with them. Like he took it as a trophy that's right (laughs) katie was trying to live in a world where he burst into crows yeah, right? <laughs> and see, as a kid, that's what I thought had happened. Yeah, because mm-hmm. your, your mind is trying to wrap itself around this trauma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know crows were bone eaters, apparently. <laughs> or maybe he's just made out of, like, uh, brain grain or something like that. Oh, shit. Professor uh, New Eyes or whatever made him made him a brother out of, like, jello and magic or something. It turns out crows love jello and magic. That exactly makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so then, crows ate the devil. <laughs> yeah, girls ate the devil. Roll credits. No. Uh, then we cut <laughs> to the Museum of Natural History finally, and they meet up with uh, basically the voice of Julia Child. I, 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 uh, what was the? Oh, Doctor Bleeb. That's right. That's who it was. 
And uh, basically they're like, hey, rest up tomorrow. Uh, you know, we're basically going to do the old Toy Story trick on these people, uh, on people, because, uh, you know, you'll be alive for the kids, but the parents will just think you're statues or whatever until we separate them. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, we get that whole scene where they're like, all right, parents, we're just going to put up this curtain. So it's just the kids and the dinosaur statues and blah, blah, blah. And they come to life and like, oh, wow, real dinosaurs. That's right. This will be our little secret, okay? I need to make it that weird there, T-Rex, but okay. And then, yeah, you get Cronkite basically closed in a book saying, and that's the way it was. <laughs> or whatever. And that's the way it is. And we cut back to the golf course. Yeah. Remember that? Well, because they weren't going to have it end uh, like the quest. Yeah, the quest where it like started. Yeah. Uh, started with an old man telling a story. At a golf you course. Know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ended with an old man closing a book. Yeah. I mean, back at the golf course, um, you know, Buster is like, well, what about the kids? <laughs> oh, yeah. Louie and Cecilia are quite the couple. And, uh, you know, they made up with their parents and everything and just having a gay old time. Anyway, I'm going to hand you back to your mom. Is that cool? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Thanks for the talk there, mister. And then, uh, yeah, Rex just uh, starts strolling off, scatting away. I'm a scat man. Yeah, and the golf course is on the rooftop somewhere. I'm guessing on top of the museum or something, maybe. I don't know. Roll credits, guys. That's We're back, a dinosaur story. Katie, what do you think? Would you recommend it? Yes, I would actually. It was really fun. It was a fun movie. Very interesting. I can also see like the Disney animation style influence in it as well. The um, animation was really nice. Yeah, it's definitely got like the like the Disney kind of like, I, I don't know, bounce and like flow and like the, everything to it. It's just darker tones and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, a little darker... Uh, plot lines and stuff yeah, like that too but definitely yeah i bet you babe oh yeah everybody watch this movie it's yeah. yeah it's like an hour and five minutes too when you take out the is opening it the and greatest crazy blues movie no, no. but no. is it the worst one no what is the best one babe secret and M. it's a toss-up between secret and M and uh land before time honestly. yeah I, it's been a long time since i see land before time Eric. Land Before Time is still excellent. It is beautifully illustrated. We're going to have to uh, maybe do that next Die November then. Hmm. Yeah, but we only do bad movies, Steve. I know. Maybe we can do one of the, what, 17 sequels or whatever. Oh, well, we can't do the one where they get visited by aliens because we already did that one. Number seven, the (laughs) story of the Cold Stone or something like Legend of the Cold Stone, whatever. I don't know. Guys, look it up. It was a thing. There was aliens in a Land Before Time movie. Oh yeah, I'd, I recommend it. Yeah, it's uh, it's streaming on Amazon Prime and like YouTube and stuff like that. Check it out. All right, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, when we come back, we have more beer, fun facts, and what we learn from. We're back. What? Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? 
buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hi, this is Johnny Kim McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Uh, hey, I don't know about you. I am I'm getting a little thirsty. Well, that's weird. I'm a little sober. And with the uh, holidays coming up, we have a little treat from New Belgium Brewing. Uh, Remember when we went there in Fort Collins? I love Fort Collins and I love New Belgium Brewing and I don't love holiday stuff before Thanksgiving. But I'm going to drink the beer anyway. Well, babe, Thanksgiving is just like a few days from now, right? Wink. Uh, we have their special holiday ale with flavors of cranberry and spice and everything nice. Ooh, 7.5% alcohol by volume. And uh, my top? It's top. Nice. And the pool? Oh, yeah, that's a nice little chestnut-colored beverage. Ooh. It's a beautiful off-white phobia. Lots of medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles and they're bubbling. Ooh. Ooh, I get the cranberry. Oh, wow. Definitely malty. This is delightful. Yeah, wow. It's got a, it's real effervescent too. Like it's got a nice uh, brightness to it. Like there's um, like ginger or something in there. That sounds like, really good. Yeah, right. Like it's uh, maybe some of the spices and just, you know, not having a lot of taste buds the past couple of days. But uh, mm. oh yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, real nice. Wow. This tastes like the holidays, I'd say. Hmm. Now, Tayson, again, I think the uh, effervescence is the 7.5% alcohol. This is a 
pretty uh a pretty warm beverage i like it yeah i'm down mm-hmm. that's new belgian brewing's holiday ale limited release get it while you can probably just in colorado or Asheville, north carolina there we go wait katie you're, you're in the bay right now right i am Oh, okay. I was wondering, like, if you're in South Carolina, like, maybe swing by Asheville and see if you can get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you are uh, back in the Carolinas, we have a list of beers for you. Oh, try. yeah, yeah. We got a nice little road trip you're going to have to take. Oh, yes, definitely. There is a place called Steel Hands in Columbia, South Carolina, and it's really, really good. I recommend that brewery as well. Maybe that'll be our, one of our next road trips. Fly out there to the Carolinas and check oh, it out. Oh, snap. Would you be Do our tour right now? Should you be our tour guide there, Katie? Yes, I'll be your tour guide. <laughs> well, would either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Yes, oh, please. Super fun facts, because the fun, fun facts. Well, you're in luck. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Katie, what do you think the critics thought of We're Back, a Dinosaur Story? Like, like what percentage of them uh, thought it was a good movie? Hmm, I'm going to go with maybe... 70%. Excuse me. Ooh, 70? Okay. Ooh. Again, that effervescent beer. Uh, babe, how about you? Ooh, the critics? Oh, man, this is tough. Keep in mind, Jurassic Park came out five months earlier. Yeah. Thus think, destroying the movie industry. No, I don't know. I don't think that they got it. I don't think, I don't think, because fuck the critics. I don't think they're smart enough to figure it out. I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. 38% with the critics. Uh, yeah, 38% mm-hmm. critics and 50% with the audience. So right down the middle with the, okay. the audience. Uh, no budget disclosed, which is weird, but uh, worldwide gross, $9.3 million. I can almost guarantee that's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Animation wasn't uh, wasn't cheap back then. Um, uh, this was Walter Cronkite's first acting role, you know, being a newscaster for 30, 40 years or whatever at that point. Actor John Malkovich was originally set to voice the role of Professor Screwize, uh, but dropped out because of disagreements with the directors. Apparently, he wanted to, to um, he wanted to go too dark. Oh, <laughs> darker yeah. than this? Yeah, darker Did than you? yeah. Can you imagine, uh, imagine Professor Screwize like uh, doing a big presentation as John Malkovich? Like, ladies and gentlemen, I would like. I would like your attention to the center ring where I bring you monsters. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno, who provided the voice of Vorb, did his work three years before the movie hit theaters. Apparently animation takes a long time. <laughs> uh, let's see. As the dinosaurs dance around Times Square, it is possible to see a theater marquee advertising Jurassic Park, of course. Uh, which is directed by executive producer Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, late in production, Spielberg made a million dollars worth of changes to the film at the insistence of MCA CEO Sid Scheinberg uh, following a bad <laughs> test screening at Universal. These changes included the addition of a May- Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in which Rex sings rock back, Roll Back the Rock. So wait, that 10-minute segment wasn't in the middle of the movie? Apparently. The, so, okay, so they wanted to make it an hour-long movie instead of a 45-minute TV special or something? I don't know. Interesting. 
Uh, a scene in which Professor Screw-Eyes cages and chains the dinosaurs was fully animated, but ultimately cut from the movie on the grounds that it was too intense. Shots of it can still be seen in the original trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what they're talking about. You got the shackles coming up out of the ground. and Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Huh. Uh, to promote, sorry, to promote the movie's release, a huge helium balloon of Rex the T-Rex was included in the real-life 1993 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah, this was actually released that weekend and everything. So, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, unfortunately, as the parade moved through Columbus Circle, high winds caught the balloon and caused it to list over the nearby sidewalk. The head of the balloon struck a protruding streetlight and popped, but the rest of the dinosaur's body remained inflated until the end of the parade. Oh my god, it was oh, like no. floating down the parade. Oh, Jesus. That's awesome. <laughs> but we reached the most important part. What did we learn? From We're Back, a dinosaur story. Uh, Katie, as our guest, would you like to go first? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> I learned, well, I, I I knew it should have been obvious, but I never really thought about the fact that um, dinosaurs, or I, I know that some dinosaurs can swim, but a lot of them probably can't. And I never really thought about that before. Yeah, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. But... Yeah. How about you, babe? I learned that crows will eat you down to the screws. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Goddamn vicious crows. Um, I learned... I learned uh, kids love dinosaurs, and I don't need no damn wish radio to tell me that. Uh, uh, anything else I learned that was really good? Oh, yeah, and I also learned uh, apparently a T-Rex and a Pterodon uh, can lay an egg together. Oh. <laughs> I mean, save it for the sequel, I guess. Right. Like, we're back again. Another dinosaur story or something. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a social media presence of some sort? I do. Um, you can find me uh, at Katie underscore Crumpton on Instagram and TikTok and Art of Katie Crumpton on Facebook. Excellent. Anything we should be uh, keeping our eyes out for in the near future that you can tell us about? Yeah, I'm going to start drawing more with, uh, I'm blind in my left eye, so I'm going to be doing more blind eye drawings. I've got a few new books coming out. One of my books that just came out recently is A Tortoise in the Hare book. So I did my first graphic novel and that was fun. So that's out now. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? Nope, can't find me. Wait! <laughs> I'm on all the social media at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. You can find me everywhere. Check out my goods and wares over at untidyvenus.etsy.com and check out my Patreon. For $4 a month, you can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Uh, I will send you one of my original design stickers um, for $4 a month with a handwritten note. Yeah. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, so, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Katie. And this is Everything <laughs> I Learned from Movies. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.
dawn of time when the earth was smoking and the lava flowed. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time. Blow your cool just like a volcano. Snap your fingers and stomp your feet. Soaking up a little of the jungle beat. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time. Sing this song with me. Roll back the rock. Turn back the clock. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time. Sing this song with me.